This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to the Winners Coming Game of Thrones podcast, or entertainment podcast for that matter. I'm your host, Razor, and I'm here with Corey Thone and nobody else. For now, Corey Thone, we're going to talk about a show that you and I hold near and dear to our hearts, the Star Wars animated series, The Clone Wars, which is back for its final season. Um, it's three episodes in. What, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, I was told we were t- going to be talking about The Masked Singer. I'm not prepared Wait, to, which one did the turtle or the fox? I don't know who won. The taco? Uh, you know, I don't know if you're making shit up or not, honestly. I, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say the taco won. I don't fucking know. Who knows? All right, yeah. So, Clone Wars season eight. It's been really good so far. I'm very much enjoying it. I was pretty surprised to find out that it was going to be 20 episodes this season. Like, I just found that out. I haven't read much of the you know, stories on it. I've just been looking forward to watching it. Uh, what do you think about the Bad Batch? That's my question. That that when, when someone, whenever I saw that preview, that was the first preview was them landing and be and you know getting off of the ship. You know, all yeah. all Nick Cagey. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, I don't, I don't fucking know about this. <laughs> but I thought it worked out. Although I still can't explain why silver snake clone has a knife like that's the that's still very stupid did you watch did you okay first of all you have to go all the way back to that one episode where the clones defended um camino from the attack of the separatists it's like in the early like season two i think remember that i mean vaguely yeah okay that was a group of young um clones who were helping defend camino and there was an old an old clone that had like aged prematurely, and they called him Clone Ninety Nine. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and he, so, he died during the the assault. Yeah, he was like a. I get it. No, no, no. You don't have to explain that. They're, okay, they're deformed clones. I get that it happens. Yeah. I'm saying when they were like, we're gonna take. I'm just saying we're gonna take a group of deformed clones who all have <laughs> deformities that are that are beneficial to their service as soldiers, and like one of them is you know st- strong as an ox, and the other one is. <laughs> Has got I a computer like for I, a face, and one of them gets a knife. Like he can grow a mullet. Is that his specialty? I don't know. Yeah, like he's the only clone in known existence with a mullet, and I kind of dig it. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of yeah, dig no, it. And that's the thing is that I, <laughs> uh, I, if we'd have talked about it on the podcast, I would have made fun of it in concept. But you know what? Kind of worked. Like it's still, 
it's still silly, but the whole thing is silly. It's <laughs> Star Wars. Who's your so favorite? Who's your favorite of the Bad Batch? Which one? I I'm not even going to pretend to know their names. <laughs> I don't know their names either, man. I, I know just know their power is based off their size. I guess I guess I'll go with Big Boy because I'm a big <laughs> boy, and and so me and Big Boy are having fun. The one with the the leader guy with the knife is still yeah. silly. The sniper one is the only one that makes the most sense. Like, I can't imagine a scenario in the coding for these, you know, clones where it's like, whoops, we gave this one way too much testosterone, and now he's six five, you know, three hundred. Like the ones, <laughs> the ones that make sense are the, are the two that have like, you got the one that's a good shot. He's a sniper, yeah. whatever. And then you got the one that is technology savvy. Some for some reason I don't know how they could tell that was a well no they didn't they they took those mutations on purpose like when they got to a certain age they knew that they had like genetic muta- mutations and they weren't going to be full clones so they decided to take like whatever like certain things gave them shots whatever and they're like the okay stuff, give us they took they took the whatever the ship from, the, from the boys is called yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I I know what you're talking about I get that reference I love the boys season two's coming up pretty soon by the way I'm pretty excited excited. yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I don't know. Did you watch the old Bad Batch, um, the unfinished animatronic episodes they had? Uh, animatics, not animatronic animatics. They had um, right at the end of the Clone Wars. It's on Netflix. It was it was on Netflix when the show was there. I, I watched anything that was on Netflix, I guess. So I well, don't this, know what else this to say. Basically, based on that, it's, it was uh, it was unfinished <laughs> episodes. It was the entire Bad Batch story arc. The only difference between that and this is Echo is part of it. Like you yeah, know, an Echo, that, an Echo that's the cool part of this. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's the twist. Like I, my wife asked me because she because I'm a grown human man, and <laughs> my wife is a grown human woman, and she'll you know see me watching the Clone Wars and and just be like. Wow, my husband's really into this Y7 rated Star Wars show. <laughs> and I've explained it's actually really good and it's wait it should not be Y7. <laughs> like it oh, started off Y7, it did not end Y7. And Absolutely. like and she saw she walked through and she saw Echo and she was like, "What in the hell is going on in this show?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, hun, obviously this this is like a precursor for Anakin technology." Yes, and, thank you. They've They've hacked this clone apart but kept his brain alive, so he just lives in endless suffering, and they've come to rescue him and maybe kill him. So, you know, why why seven? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's totally kid-friendly. Bring the kids. Let let them watch uh, this poor emaciated clone come out of the tank. Kids need to know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they actually toned it down in the unfinished episodes. You remember that weapon that the uh, Watt Tambor used, the decimator that got to the door? When he gets, he tests it before he sends it into the room where Echo is, and he tests it on one of the one of the Poltics, the uh, natives of that planet, and turns him into fucking goo. Ugh. Yeah. He put, dips him. <laughs> oh my god, it's dip. Dip. Hey, uh, so anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, this I'm... is. If it's not obvious to people listening, there's only been three episodes, right. so we can't talk too much about it okay so what did you think okay there's another thing i want to talk about okay um what did you think about uh the added part okay so this is another added part padme and anakin's little uh hollow talk but that was added that wasn't in the original padme didn't have any part of the uh 
Bad Batch story arc. And they were like, this actress, this voice actress, she's been part of the show forever. We need to include her in the final season. Let's have her talk to Anakin. And it really kind of bridges Attack of the Clones, or actually the Clone Wars animated show, to Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and like Dave Filoni, the creator, he was like, yeah, and it's going to like ha- add extra weight to Revenge of the Sith and, and Anakin's turn to the dark side. Did you like that part? Because I never was a big – like I was when I watched the cartoon the first time, I was like, eh, Jar Jar Binks, Padme, fast forward. Jar Jar Binks, Padme, fast forward. But the, I don't know. I, I enjoyed that part. I thought it was nice and it was sweet. Uh, I definitely fast forward through the Jar Jar stuff, but not through the Padme stuff. I, I thought that the Clone Wars made, made her an actually interesting character. Yeah. So I, you know, she, she very much like Leia isn't afraid of a blaster, mm-hmm. and you know the a lot of the times they did a pretty good job I think with some of the politics keeping it dumbed down for a twenty minute episode. But yeah, I never fast forwarded past her stuff unless it was strictly revolved around Jar Jar. Yeah, that one uh, episode where it's just her and Jar Jar, I couldn't take. Yeah, it that's out. that's a. That's the Scott's Tots of Clone Wars. That shit gets skipped <laughs> on rewatch, period. Absolutely. But, oh, my God. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, yeah, it's just terrible. And I just – I don't understand why they didn't dial back Jar – I guess they maybe did a little dial back Jar Jar for the cartoon. Like, hey, George isn't around. Let's make this a little less awful. So <laughs> – well, This this is the most racist character in Star Wars. Let's go ahead and give him his he, own story Is he, arc. though? Because the the, the – <laughs> floating jewish man that owns anakin is also not great neither oh are the neither are the two chinese trade ambassadors uh you're right oh my god the prequels are so racist buddy man. they are shitty and i tell you what there's a big movement on on the internet on reddit whatever that is like hey actually the the prequels are really great and prequel memes are the best which they are but they that's are. because that's because the prequels are garbage. Like if you go back, if again the prequels only work on paper. Like if you were like, yeah, and then there's these trade negotiations, and that leads to the Jedi going aboard the ship, and blah blah. I was like, okay, and then film it, and it doesn't translate because it's it's terrible. But <laughs> yeah, on, if you if someone was to read the plot out to you, you'd be like, well, that sounds badass. And then you watch it, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, because you're like, the, that, that, that little kid's gonna be Darth Vader. Fuck yeah, I'll watch him turn from a little kid Darth Vader. And then you're like, oh no, why did I watch the little kid become Darth Vader? No, oh, no. <laughs> the kid from Jingle All the Way. But yeah, it was the prequels are terrible. The Clone Wars are infinitely better than the prequels, and they Hard do a much they do a much better job of adding a little context to Anakin's turn to the actual like state of the galaxy and everything. You know, it, it's just it's you, if you're a Star Wars fan, you don't have to be a super fan to appreciate the Clone Wars or Rebels, but you do have to be a fan. Like this isn't. Like this isn't something you watch casually. That's silly. Don't do that. Just yeah, either especially watch it or rebels. Not. Especially yeah. rebels. When you get to that story, you're like, what the fuck's going on? If you don't know Star Wars, but yeah, uh, I man, I I gotta say this. I would say the resurgence of the prequels owns its popularity to to uh, the Clone Wars. Like Anakin's story becomes so much more fleshed out, and the voice actor, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but that guy really nails Anakin. And I would say the Obi-Wan's popularity, the, the fact that Disney Plus is going to do a limited series live action with Ewan McGregor on Obi-Wan probably partially owes it to the Clone Wars and partially because Ewan McGregor is 
a badass motherfucker and sexy as fuck, and I like that guy so much. So anyway, um, I think that the Clone Wars adds a lot of weight to the characters that didn't get it um, because George Lucas wanted to make make movies for his kids and gave them stupid names and silly things. Mm-hmm. But but um, I don't know. Yeah, we're three episodes into the Clone Wars uh, season seven, and while we haven't got much to go on so far, because it's all been Bad Batch. Like the the first episode was the Bad Batch, and like we didn't have really any Jedi like except at the beginning. Anakin was in episode two, and that was fun. And then episode three, the escape with with Echo, the dark shit. Like, and you're right, man. I'm lo- I love that you brought up the whole the fact that Echo was like a precursor for. Uh, for Anakin turning to Darth Vader because that's exactly what Anakin looked like in his goddamn when he came out of uh, you know, getting all his cybernetics attached to him, metal legs, arms, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So straight up Echo. But um, so I like that part. But this next episode that's coming out Friday is going to be Mace Windu, Obi Wan, Jedi take the clones in and fuck shit up heavy, and I'm very much here for it. I think it's time for one of those. Like that's yeah. that's the thing is Clone Wars was great because I'm actually I've been rewatching it casually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, during my spare time we'll say. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I I just finished so I just finished the I just pick random arcs you know and rewatch mm-hmm. them. Like mm-hmm. I really love the one on uh, is it Mon Calamari is that how you say it? Yeah, where they uh, fight they fight those crab people. Crab people and the big shark guy. <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah, underwater yeah. and it's like it's three episodes and it starts off the season and you get like a, a you know an introduction into young Akbar and I also watch the one or I'm actually in the middle of the one where we meet Saul Guerrero and his people and his sister, you know, which is like That's a four a episode, episode arc. Yeah, they were great. And then after those four three or four episode arcs, because the show like season one's kind of episodic. And then yeah. they get a little more confident as they go on, which is, happens to most good shows, like Justified, for example, which we'll talk about <laughs> later, I think, once Smith shows up from putting his babies to sleep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you watch – if you rewatch the series just top to front to back, you know, you'll notice that you'll get these three to four episode arcs, and then they'll pivot into a one-off, and they'll have like a battle episode or just a standard Anakin and Ahsoka doing stuff and obi-wan is the b plot or vice versa and and then they'll start building toward another short arc like that's that's when the show was really striding out and doing great and and giving you a chance to breathe between arcs because Mm -hmm. it is a show that's supposed to be easily ingested it's not this isn't the wire you know so yeah this isn't lord of the rings there's your reference so we (laughs) you know i i'm looking forward to a good old-fashioned one-off like Anakin and Mace Windu and whoever else like just fighting a shitload of clones. <laughs> Let's do it. So you know what else I enjoyed about the old Clone Wars is uh, anytime the Jedi were involved, they just they just expounded on the story of the Jedi. Like you didn't get like that's what I crave. I'm very big into like the Jedi and the Sith. Like I enjoy like I'll give you this my favorite probably my favorite Star Wars of the Disney era is the Mandalorian. So I enjoy like the bounty hunter aspect and the underworld aspect of star Wars. But if you ask me, what would you rather an Obi-Wan limited series or something about Boba Fett spinoff? It's going to be Obi-Wan hundred percent of the time because I've always loved the, the Jedi, the force, the Sith and what makes it work. What doesn't make it work. That's always been something that I always gravitate towards. And so like, 
but the story arcs like uh you know for instance um attack on the citadel which is very much connected to echo being part of what tambor's uh, trade union or whatever whatever techno union but um that was pretty cool like you had jedi in there like that little you have all these different jedi that weren't in the movies and you're like oh my god these guys are now canon because they're part of the Clone Wars, and the Clone Wars is 100% canon. And then you have things like, um, for the entire of the Clone Wars, Asajj Ventress, I always called her a Sith, right? I always said she's a Sith. But they came out and said that she actually never became a fully-fledged Sith. She was just a dark side user, and she was redeemed. She became a light side user and put up her Sithy ways, and her and Obi-Wan actually became friends before the end of the Clone Wars. And even after the end of the Clone Wars, when the, the Jedi were escaping, she was part of that whole thing. So, like, um, there's a lot of cool shit that gets fleshed out in the show that is 100% not kids. It is, like, it is like very adult-heavy, very thematic. Like, I very much enjoy the one-offs, and I've, but then I also like the things where they do, like, the, the clones that figure right, – was it Fives that, that figures out the chip in his head? Yeah, I think I, it was Fives. Yeah, so like that whole arc, that whole long thing, and then you end up meeting different Jedi, like those twins. The Jedi's had the special powers, and some of the clones turned on one twin. That whole thing was fucking cool, man. So that's what I'm hoping for from season this last season. I'm hoping for. Well, so yeah, so you're hoping for more lore. Is yeah, what you're, more lore. That's, absolutely. That's that's the thing. You know, those are some weird ass episodes where, <laughs> you know, where where Yoda learns how to become immortal or. <laughs> Yeah. Or uh, when Anakin and Obi Wan get stuck on the Force Planet thing. Oh come on, Mortis was my think probably my favorite arc. I love. No, Mortis. it's 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 so certainly cool, and there was a great throwback to that in Rebels as well. You know, and but, and Rise of Skywalker. You haven't seen that yet. But I haven't seen that piece of shit yet. <laughs> I read I read the leaks. And said I'm not giving these bitches my money. It is I'll wait, such trash. It I'll wait garbage. till it's on Disney Plus, which I guess they are getting my money. But I'm watching other stuff on there too. <laughs> But yeah, that I just uh, I swear to God I saw the clip. Spoiler alert, I guess I saw the clip where uh, Ghost Han convinces <laughs> douchebag to throw his lightsaber, and I was like, God, I'm so glad I didn't go see this in theaters. I would have fucking, oh my God, I would have been okay, so, so mad. You, you know how I'm like basically the excited puppy for everything. You right? are you are the most blowing smoke, the most <laughs> positive, like you. <laughs> You would sit down with a straight face and try to convince us that The Phantom Menace is worth a rewatch. You know I, what I mean? I would, try, I would try. I would try really hard. But I audibly groaned in the theater whenever Han appeared. And I was like, what the fuck is <sighs> this? And, and, and my wife was like, you can't say that in the theater. There's kids around here. I'm like, well, they got to learn sometime what fuck means. <laughs> they got to learn today. When, learn an, today. when an adult sees a huge pile of shit, he says, that's a big pile of shit. <laughs> So and, like, and now yeah. you know the thing is too is that I defended the Last Jedi for a while based on the idea that the best parts about it were that it was going to force, well, at the you know it should have been Ryan Johnson probably, but it was going to force J.J. Abrams to be creative and to not shoehorn in all the crap that he was trying to do in the first one, and then he just said, "Fuck that shit, <laughs> I'm J.J. Abrams, bitch." Yeah, and now and now Disney is pull is like J.K. Rowling-ing the movie and being like, oh, that was actually a Palpatine clone and everything. It's like, wow, maybe you should stop talking. Maybe you, maybe you I, should. Okay, listen, man. I one the the when I when I had enough or I like I physically 
regurgitated my breakfast. I was. (laughs) I read the article about Ray's father being Palpatine, a failed Palpatine Palpatine clone. So a Palpatine. It's a guy. He's a fucking Palpatine man. (laughs) (laughs) On the Star War. The, the Trek Wars show that who won that, who won that goddamn Star War after all? Uh, it was uh, a Joe Biden. <laughs> was it Jesus? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, yeah. Pal- Palpatine being not only her grandfather but her father—that's just some backwoods. Did you ever hilt. see? Did you ever, did you ever see that terrible movie with Tom Arnold, The Stupids, where he had <laughs> his "I'm My Own Grandpa" song? That's the only thing good about that movie and that's that's what that is nice pool by the way man yeah dude that's a deep cut that's why i'm here that's why i'm paid the big bucks it's because i can reference tom arnold movies that is why the one person on facebook who accidentally clicks on the link will enjoy this podcast and now we're going to talk for the rest of the show about mikhail's navy (laughs) (laughs) another tom arnold uh, movie a terrible movie Pretty sure that's the only Tom Arnold movie I can think of now. Are those two? Was he in it? Was he in him? Him and him and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger on that one. Um, oh, True Lies. True Lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and True yeah. Lies is great. And not a Here's bad movie. Thing. Here's the thing. I don't think Tom Arnold is necessarily a shit actor. He was pretty good in Sons of Anarchy for his little dirtbag role. Yeah. You know, I I just think that he's kind of a weirdo and maybe kind of a prick. So you know, whatever. But yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, it was those... it was the Roseanne attachment, man. That's what yeah, that, that doesn't help nobody. nobody. Uh, all right, so are we done talking Clone Wars? Because I mean, there's really yeah. if you're asking me, am I excited? Yeah, I am. But there's still 17 more weeks until we're done with it. So just super get into this, and like that's gonna carry us what through probably the summer to the early part of the summer. Yeah, it, I tell you what, my only complaint if I get quarantined for coronavirus, I think Disney <laughs> should Disney should just drop. All episodes for us. Like, here you go, guys. <laughs> I tell you what, if you get quarantined for coronavirus, and since I work for Home for Fansided, I'll just be like, hey, guys, I'm working, and Corey Thelen and I are going to live stream us watching the uh, oh my God. Wars together. That actually is Fuck genius. Yeah. If, I, if, if, <laughs> if I do get, which I don't think, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, uh, I mean, everybody's taking precautions, but I work for the state, so I don't know if that's going to happen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, let's, if we could do, we used to set up, like, a Twitch, and it's like, all right, today we're going to watch <laughs> Grown Ups 2 for seven hours, <laughs> and we're going to watch Corey and David lose their minds. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.